Welcome to the Live Life Unapologetically podcast, a place that isn't about chatting into the void, but rather sparking real change in your life. Get ready to enter the realm where positive thinking meets intentional action. From conquering self-doubt to cozying up with authenticity and achieving success with intention. This podcast is your go-to source for mind-bending exploration. Whether you're navigating the maze of self-discovery, high-fiving purpose, or just trying to figure out what wellness really means, you're in the right place. Every episode is a passport stamp on your journey to living life unapologetically. Because why settle for the ordinary when you were born to be extraordinary? Welcome back to another episode of the Live Life Unapologetically podcast. I am your host, Shannon Kay, and today we are diving into the concept of understanding needs and wants to go from surviving to thriving in your life. So get somewhere cozy, grab your favorite drink. It is pumpkin spice season, y'all. So, you know, come on, if that is you, get it. Let's go. Let's dive in. I want to get started so you can get this and you can start preparing to release some limiting beliefs so that as we are transitioning into another new year, we can bring in everything that we need to not just survive, but to thrive. So let's talk about the concepts of wants and needs and how this goes into a thriving life because it has been misconstrued to us since we were growing up. I misconstrued this to my kids because how I was taught about wants and needs. And it's really a very limiting mindset when it comes to this concept, how it is taught in schools, how it is taught at home, how it is just taught to us by people in our lives as we fucking go along. And that is that you have needs. And your needs are air, food, water, clothing, and shelter. Those are your basic human needs. That is what you need to survive on this planet. We need air to survive. We need food to survive. We need water to survive. We need clothing to survive the elements, right? The weather changes. And we need shelter to protect us from harm. We need those things. Those are needs. That's it. That's what it boils down to. Your needs are simply what has to happen in your life so that you can physically survive. That's it. Just so your body can keep going. Your body. Now, what are wants? What are we taught that wants are? Wants are things that you don't need to survive. Wants are not important. They're frivolous. You might want it, but you don't need it. So. Who cares if you get it or not? There's no benefit to having something that you want other than you just want it. But there's no benefit there. That's how we are taught to think about wants, that they are not important, that they are frivolous, that they are insignificant, because the only thing that is significant are your needs, you know, the things that keep you physically going on this planet. That's what's important. Your wants, meh. If you get them, you get them. If you don't, you don't. It doesn't matter. They don't matter. They're not significant. But I want to flip the script on that today because true, if your needs are met, and yes, you need to have your needs met first because if you're not physically here, you can't delve into your wants, right? I mean, that makes sense. It makes sense that I would need to be able to be alive to then get what I want. So our needs are important. 
but let's really think about this and change some limiting beliefs. This has really just come to me and stuck with me about surviving and thriving. So I'm surviving, but we're not just here to survive. This is not meant to be an afflicted path when we're on this planet. But we've been so conditioned to think that only your needs And we wonder why we always feel gross on the inside. We wonder why we have what we need on the outside, but we still don't feel fulfilled. We still feel like crap. We're not happy. We're not joyful. Shouldn't we be happy and joyful? Our needs are met, right? But those are our physical needs. And what I got, the more I thought about this, the more I meditated on this is, yes, our needs are for our physical survival. Our wants are for our internal being survival. It is for us to thrive. See, the thriving comes in when we give into that which we want. Because wants are really the needs of the soul. Wants are the needs of your higher being, your spirit, your inner being, the divine, whatever you want to call it. That is actually the needs of that entity, the non-physical part of you. So the physical part of you has survival needs to walk on this planet. But the spiritual side of you has wants, which are truly their needs. See, there's needs in both areas. Wants are needs. It's physical needs versus spiritual needs. What if we looked at it like that and took want out of the equation altogether? Because my physical allows me to survive and my spiritual allows me to thrive in this life? Why would I have a desire that would make me feel good, but it's not important? Why do you want the things you want, but are told they don't matter? And we grow up being conditioned to think this way. We pass this down to our children. And now we have a whole society of people who are surviving and not thriving. There is so much sadness and misery and hopelessness in our society. And we're part of the problem. I have been part of that problem. It's okay. We can recognize, hey, I was part of the problem. I'm trying to change that. I want to do different. I want to be better. I want to do better. Because I have needs of the physical and I have needs of my inner being. And what we classify that as is wants. That thriving, that's a want. And you're told, that's not important. Stop wanting what you want. Ignore that and just focus on the physical. And that is why you're miserable. Can I say that? Yes, I can because I did. That's why you're miserable. Because you are denying the needs of your inner self, of your authentic self, of your spiritual self. And you have been conditioned to talk yourself out of the needs of the spirit. Because the needs of the spirit are different for everybody. That's where the authenticity piece comes in, right? Physically, we all have the same needs. Spiritually, authentically, we have different needs. But they are still needs. Because you need that for your spirit and your inner being to thrive. You see, our our inner beings and our spirits, they're not even surviving at this point. Because they've been so denied by the conditioning and the thoughts and the 
dogma around needs and wants that is perpetuated in multiple places in society. So what if you feel like you need to have a bigger home? As long as that is coming from a place of authenticity and that bigger home will make you happy, then what is wrong with that? Nothing. But yet in society, you're told, if you want the bigger thing, that's a want. See, you only really need a shack. You only really need four walls and a roof. That's all you need. Yeah, that's all I need for the physical me. But for the spiritual me, I need more than that. I need a big old kitchen because I like to cook and be creative there. Or I need a craft room because that's where my creativity flows. I need that spiritually in addition to the four walls and roof because that is where I thrive. Think about it like this. If you're like, Shannon, I can't get with that. Like, you know, wanting to have a really big place is just literally a want. It is not necessary because, right, we're taught that our wants aren't necessary. I want you to think about it like this. Where you live, whether it is one room or 20 rooms, what do you do with that place? You put in your own little personal touches. I am just so drawn to the ocean. It soothes my soul. And if you go around my house, even though I live in Texas, you are not going to see Western stuff. You're going to see pictures of the beach. You're going to see seashells. You're going to see coral. You're going to see all the things. You're going to see my mermaids because that speaks to my need from my spirit, my soul. I connect to the ocean. Think about you decorate your home, right? But that isn't a need, yet we all do it. In some way, shape, form, or fashion, we put our own little hump where we live. And why do we do that? We say, now I don't have a house, I have a home. That's right. The house part, the structure, is your physical need. The home part, what feels good, that is your spirit's need so you can feel good and at peace where you reside. Think about your office space. Don't you do a little bit of something with that office space? I was a teacher and of course I decorated my classroom. Why? So I felt good. We only needed the four walls and the desks, but I wanted it to feel good. Because it made it feel good to go in and do what I was so passionate about doing every day when I had a space that felt good. That wasn't a need of the physical. It was a need of the spiritual. So as we're going into the new year, start thinking about how, instead of saying, is this a need or a want? Is this a physical need or is this a spiritual need? Because both are equally important for you. So you're not just surviving, you are thriving. If you're getting what you need in both areas, you are thriving in life. You are not put here to be miserable. And that goes right back into the limiting beliefs we have to break between wants and needs because if we stay in this thought pattern or this way of thinking, you're going to be denying a major part of who you are. 
I want you to think about all the visions you have, you know, the ways that you can go out into the world and make the world a better place and how you want to help people and do things. All of that vision, all of that that you want to put out comes from the need of the soul, the spirit, the inner you, your inner being. It's a need. Your dreams, your desires, your hopes, those are all the needs of the spirit. And to deny them by saying they're wants and not needs is denying you. So if we want to go into the new year, isn't that what they always say? New year, new me. Every single year. Why don't we make it stick in this coming up year? But it doesn't happen on January 1st. It starts happening right now with how you look at your life. Because I know, because I'm going to be doing it. Um, well, I do it all the time. That's a whole other thing. I do vision journaling or vision diarying, whatever you want to call it. And I'm teaching folks how to do that right now. But what do most of us do at the beginning of the year? We vision board. We vision board, right? Yeah. And then we have this limiting belief around wants and needs. And we wonder why what we put on our vision board is not coming to fruition because you have a block that says, well, even though I put the house with the pearl on my vision board for the new year, truly that's a want and you shy away from it. If you want the pool, you want the pool. Maybe you find peace in swimming. I know I do. That's why I'm using it as an example. I love being in the water. Water speaks to me. Water brings me peace and clarity. It's just, I don't know what it is. It's just something about water. So if you want the pool, that's a need of the soul. If you want it just so your kids can have fun growing up, that's a need of the soul. It's not frivolous. You're taught that the things that you want are frivolous while also living in a society that tells you to go out and consume like crazy. So how do we decide to go from surviving to thriving? It is taking into account both our physical and non-physical, that we have physical needs and we have spiritual needs or inner working needs, whatever you want to call it. You can call it what you want to call it. I'm not going to sit here and start saying those words all over and over again. My inner being, I'm going to call it what I call it. My inner being has needs. But I grew up denying the needs of my inner being because I was told it was wrong. And that is one of the biggest limiting beliefs. That's one of the biggest barriers that it is wrong to want to feel good. Because when you deny what you want, you are in essence saying it is wrong to feel good. I always dreamed of having a pool. And I, even though I grew up in one of my homes, had a pool. The older I got, the more I talked about it, the more I was told, but you don't need a pool. And given all the reasons why, that was wrong. And so I denied it for a long time. Like, that would be nice to have, but I don't really need it. And I talked myself out of it. Hmm. Good thing I'm small. Like, I'm not even five foot, so it's a good thing I'm small because I get into my pool every day in my bathtub. Yes, right. I take baths. I don't take showers because I want to submerse myself in water. So I do it in my tub. So my little tiny size has helped with me being able to thrive, even though I don't have a pool. Okay. But I want a pool. And there's nothing wrong with that. 
So it's shifting the narrative of talking yourself out of the why because of how you were conditioned that this want that I have is wrong because it is not a quote unquote need because it's not what I physically need to survive. So it's kind of wrong and I'm going to talk myself out of it. So that's the first shift is just looking at it in a different way. Why would that desire come up in you? If your soul didn't need it to thrive, to feel happy. Feeling happy is a good thing. You should feel happy. You should feel whole. You should feel healthy. You should feel at peace. Those are not oblivious things. You don't have to go through a life of suffrage. And that's a whole nother topic. But what feeds into that topic is the old standard of needs versus wants. Okay, great. We know we need to physically survive. We've all known that since we were like in kindergarten, but we were never taught what do I need to thrive in life and feel good because I was told to discount that part of myself. Okay, so you have the upbringing, limiting belief that wants are not important, they're frivolous, and you should let them go. Then you have societal expectations that tell you what you should want. Everybody should want this thing. So if you are going to put your toes over to the realm of wanting things, the only things you can want are these things because these are the things you're supposed to want. So first you have the your wants suck, limiting belief, and you should deny them. And then you have the limiting belief that if I do decide to give into my wants, it should be what everybody else says I should want and conform to that. So let's talk about the big house thing. Me, personally, I don't want a big house. I love little homes. I love to feel cozy. They make me feel good. I don't know why. They just do. I also know that if I did have a big house, because there are times I wish I had more space, that space would have to come with a maid. Because one of the reasons why I don't want a big house is because I don't want to mop a whole bunch of square footage. It's the mopping. Literally the mopping. So I'm going to need somebody to come mop. Because I have no desire to mop that much. And I love to clean and be organized. And everything has its place all the time. That is my personality. But I know I don't want to mop 4,000 square feet. That takes a lot of time. Mopping 1,500 to 2,000 square feet, I can knock that out pretty quickly. So it's understanding what you want and why. Why do I want that? Why don't I want that? So that you're not prescribing to a status quo or a societal standard and really not having what you want. Because then you're not thriving either because you don't have what your soul wants. Because if I follow the prescribed formula of what success looks like or what you should aspire to, I would be aspiring to like a 5,000 square foot house and I don't. The only way I would live in a 5,000 square foot home is if that home came with somebody who mopped the damn floors. Period. Does, does this make sense to you? So you can, you can say, okay, you know what? I'm not going to be stuck in the limiting belief that my wants are irrelevant because they are not. They are the needs of the soul. Or... You know what? I mean, I go out there and get quote unquote what I want, but maybe I need to reevaluate a little bit because I still don't feel good. Like I, I, I get what I want, but I don't feel good. So that's when you start asking yourself the question, 
Are you truly going after your wants and desires or are you going after the status quo? Are you going after what you're told you should want and desire? So those are the two main things about needs and wants that you can start to reframe your limiting beliefs around. Where does it hit you? Or maybe it hits you in both ways. But I really feel in my inner being that 2024 is the year that stuff is going to pop off. Like, I feel like stuff's already been popping off, but I feel like it's an explosion. It's living life in purpose. And you cannot live your life in purpose if you are denying the needs of your inner being. They're there for a reason. I want you to think about this in money because everybody says how money is so evil and awful and terrible. Or if you have a lot of money, it should only be for one thing and that is to give the money away. There's no balance in society. Have you noticed that? Such fucking extremes. But here my thing is, my loves. Maybe I want a whole lot of money so that I can do what the fuck I want to do when the fuck I want to do it. For me. But I also know me, and I also know if I had a whole lot of money, I would give too. Because I'm a giver. And I love to give. So, the two I know can coexist. And as we get prepped and ready for the next year, Start to get rid of the limiting beliefs that two things cannot coexist and be good. They can coexist and be good. So today, let's learn that the needs of the physical and the needs of the spiritual can be good and coexist. Okay, so here's your one-on-one coaching happening right here, right now. Grab your journals, grab your pens so that you can really dig into this. The first thing that I want you to do is I want you to really think about what is your idea of wants and needs. When you think about the subject of wants and needs, what is the first thing that comes to your mind? Then I want you to go through and challenge that belief. If you got the things that you wanted, How would you feel? If I got the things I wanted, what would I do with them? How would my life change so that I could walk in my passion and purpose if I had the things I wanted? And once you answer those questions, I want you to go back up to what was your initial thought about wants and needs. Do these things go together? Do they match or are they opposite? So for me personally, I would have said, when I thought about wants and needs, wants are stuff that I really shouldn't have or or desire. And if I'm thinking about them, I'm wrong. But if I wrote down the answers to those questions, it would come back to this is how I could help people better. So how can you helping people better by having what I want be wrong? It cannot. And try and, and reconcile that this is a limiting belief. This is truth. What does that mean and look like to you? And then I want you to write down one thing that you want this week. This week. And go after it and get it and receive it. Receive it in your life as fulfilling the need 
for your soul. And before I conclude today, I do want to make note that wants are not always materialistic, which is what we think of when we think about wants and needs a lot of times because our needs are very tangible. But want, or what we consider wants, the needs of the spirit are not always tangible. Sometimes they are tangible. Money, the kind of house we have, the kind of car we drive, the job we that stuff can be tangible. But love, relationships, friendships, spirituality, those are needs of the soul. So you can say, I want to have more love in my life. And we'll talk more about how you can manifest your wants and how you can bring them in. But before we can do any of that, we have to break the limiting belief that what we want is wrong. You have a want for a reason. Ask yourself, why do I want this? Get down to the why. Why do I want this? Is it because it's what somebody says I should want? Or is it because this is what I really want? And start looking for that which you really want this week. I love you. I thank you for joining me on this adventure of exploring wants and needs today because this really was not the topic I was going to bring to you, but it was really on my heart as a way to start prepping and preparing the ground for the new year as we usher it in, is looking at the fact that our wants are truly needs of the spirit and that understanding the difference from what we were taught about needs and wants can make all the difference between just surviving and thriving in this life and being able to live life in purpose and walk in our passion. Thank you for joining me today. If you got something from this, please share it with a friend. Leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode of the podcast. And as always, until next time, stay fierce, stay fabulous, and as always, live life unapologetically. If you loved today's episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, and share it with your fellow warriors. Let's create a ripple effect of liberation. Until next time, stay fierce, stay fabulous, and as always, live life unapologetically. Hey, warriors, before you go conquer the world, I got a little something special for you. If you're ready to kick things up a notch, you'll want to get your hands on the free roadmap, Thriving Beyond Limits, Four Secrets to Maximize Your Potential. These four secrets are so juicy that they're practically the VIP tickets to walking in inspired action every day. To grab your copy, head over to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap, or you can find the link in the show description. Because let's face it, you're not here to play small. You're here to thrive beyond limits. Go ahead and get your free roadmap by going to livelifeunapologetically.com forward slash roadmap today.